Bung Bung. Welcome to the potty is, of course, brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee, the best dark roast coffee in the world, delivered straight to your door. The convenience alone is a reason to get this coffee, but what it will do for you is something else. It will increase your cognitive capacity, uh, your sex drive, um, you know, your your driving ability, you know, um, your vocab, despite what's going on here today. I haven't, you know, haven't quite had enough of that. That bung bung bean to get my vocab really, really cracking, but it's going to happen. You'll, you'll see later in the podcast how things really turn out. I, I turn into a literal thesaurus when I have that bung bung bean. You, you experienced any, um, you know, additional proficiencies from the bung bung coffee? Not any additional proficiencies, but it's just helping in the day to day. Just helping the day to day. And that's what it could do for you. You know, if you are having issues getting motivated, Oh, you know, I've got a whole sink full of dishes. I got a dirty floor. I got to walk the dogs. Then I got to wash them. You know, I got a shower. All that you're lacking motivation. Bung bung coffee. Turn up. So if you, if that's what if that's what you need or want or could use, go to bungbungcoffee.com and enter promo code potty. That's P O D Y P O D D Y for fifteen percent off all orders. That's fifteen percent off all orders. No minimum spend. No maximum spend. Fifteen percent off all orders by entering promo code potty P O D Y at bungbungcoffee.com. Free shipping and. Um, you know, also don't forget to go to welcometothepotty.com, buy yourself some beautiful merch. Um, you know, we've got we've got tons of merch in there now. There used to be one t-shirt in there. Now there's like there's t-shirts, there's crew necks, jackets, hats, you know, golf stuff. We've got polos, we've got golf hats, uh, golf jackets. It's all it's all it's crazy. Bung bung I mean, welcometothepotty.com. So get in there and support the show by purchasing any of the merch in there. Uh, if you want the chance to win uh, some free merch. All we need to do is share the show and st- take a screenshot of however you shared it, whether that's text message, um, you know, Facebook Messenger, retweet, um, share to your stories, whatever it is. You take a screenshot of your share, send it to Welcome to the Potty uh, DMs on Instagram, and you'll enter the running to win a, uh, a brand new Welcome to the Potty piece uh it'll be a random piece of merch so you don't get to choose but we don't choose either we'll stick it in a generator and whoever wins will win a random piece of merch and uh we do have one winner we do have one winner uh i don't know whether they want to be announced on the welcome to the potty podcast um i'll maybe i'll just announce their instagram handle or is that like is that just as bad as is that like doxing (laughs) fuck it just do it yeah all right because you know sometimes People who do the right thing need to get a shout out. Where is he? It's a man. You know, we get women right in for his name on it's Scarfo thirty eight. Scarfo thirty eight. Um, we'll win some some sort of merch. We need to stick that into some sort of algorithm and hook that up. But look, it's real. It happened. It happened. So, um, share it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what it is. Welcome to potty. Let's. Start the show. Nineteen ninety. Ah, choose your destiny. 
Welcome to the potty, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of pop. Well, <laughs> sometimes you just need to bail from the intro. We're here with Bored Man once again. How are we? Good. 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 Yeah, not too bad today. Um, got the car back. Yes. Yes. Uh, and many of you listeners would have known there was there was I was giving regular updates for a while after the car got crushed by a tree, um, and I just stopped giving updates because nothing was happening. Uh, six months. It's been six months without mm-hmm. a car. Happened on December fifth. This episode will drop on June thirteenth. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. Long time to be without a car. So uh, that's nice. That is, oh, man, I don't even, the luxury of just having my car back. Not having, you know, and Rach is probably breathing a sigh of relief because she gets freedom and independence and autonomy. See, you have one sip of Bung Bung yeah, Coffee. vocab. Three synonyms <laughs> <laughs> early in the piece. So, um. Yeah, I think I think the you know the family dynamics just going to be just an absolute game changer having having your own whip really, uh, and you know if someone gets a speeding ticket now I never got a ticket in the rangey, but if someone gets a speeding ticket we know who's done it now because we've got we're both driving our own cars. Yeah, no more pointing fingers. No pointing fingers exactly. Um, when was the last time you got a speeding ticket? I've never had one. Knock on wood here. What? Lucky a few times, but no, I've never, never had one. Have you ever sped? Sped? Yeah. yeah. I d- don't endorse it. I probably regret speeding every time I do it. But yeah. but yeah, just been pretty lucky, I guess. How about you? Last time I got a speeding ticket is probably last year. Um, but my speeding tickets are never worth it. They're always little like fifty-five in a fifty or something. It's weak, dude. Like you're gonna get a speeding ticket. You got to get it on like. The expressway, gunning it. That's what I think. Yeah. What's the What's the law around like losing your license? How far over do you have to be? Don't know. Okay. Isn't it? It's like a percentage, right? I always thought that, but maybe that's just like a rule of thumb type thing, and not an actual. Yeah, maybe because like if you're in a forty zone going sixty, that's fifty percent over. Yeah. Which. But you're only going sixty. Yeah. So it can't be a percentage. It's got to be. Yeah, I, I always got taught, like, if you're 10% over, you, you probably won't get done. But once you go over the 10%, so, like, say you're going 67 in a 60 zone, then yeah. then you're speeding too much. Yeah, see, I've heard that. But if that was a thing, then what's the... What's the point of having the 60 speed then? It's yeah. Like 66. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, that's why I reckon it's just a rule of thumb type thing. Yeah, I think... I also got told um, that speed cameras take several seconds to reset. So if someone's speeding in front of you and you're you're like just behind them, it'll catch them speeding, um, and it'll have to reset. It won't get both of you. Yeah. But yeah. like if you're in the same photo, obviously you can dispute it pretty easily, no matter which which car you are. Yeah. But like, say you're they always say like be th- three car lengths or something behind, right? If you're like two car lengths behind, apparently this is all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Yeah, it takes like several seconds to reset to be able to take another shot. So, um, 
you won't get done if you're speeding close to somebody. And that's always safe if you're speeding real close to somebody else who's speeding. And that's sarcasm. Um, we've got friends in many professions. Police, laborers, architects, accountants, everything, right? Yep. So how much faith does that give you in society? <laughs> I have thought of that from time to time. Like, <laughs> even like teachers. Teachers. Like in char- they're in charge of the education of the next generation. Dude, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of male teachers that I know that I'm friends with, several, that I'm just like, what's happening here? And then there's a lot of former hot girls that I know that are teachers. And I don't know, being a former hot girl, whether that's a safe environment to be in um, because you could get quite bitter quite quickly and you know start bringing back the... Remember how they used to smack your knuckles with rulers or something? Heard, <coughs> heard the stories, but never copped that myself. Did you ever get hit? No, no, not, not in our life. But our parents probably did, yeah, right? Yeah, Like, our parents weren't too far removed from that. I think even the generation in between. Like, I think someone who's maybe like 40 years old r- rather than 30, I think they might have even been around maybe depending on where they lived or grew up. Yeah, okay. Or how Catholic their school was. And, you know, because they say nuns used to really go out there and get it. Mm, All my family went to public schools, the ones around that age, so Mm. probably didn't have to deal with that. Do you know if your mum ever got wrapped on the knuckles? Never asked. She's never told me, but I've never actually delved into it either. Do you know if there are any Italian, um, uh, black Italians in the NBA? That he's not in yet, but that Paolo Banchero dude. Oh, see, I don't. Pretty sure that sounds mad Spanish, though, doesn't it? That's what I thought too, but I've got a feeling he's actually Italian. Okay, and Kobe was. I mean, he's American, but he grew up over there. Yeah. Yeah, spent his formative years over there. Hmm. Um, we'll get into Clay's reviews a bit later, but um. Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez. Yeah, Big Bo Cruz. Yeah, he's a he's a movie star. Now I thought, well, yeah, we'll get to that. But I thought that was an interesting choice of who was going to be the star <laughs> of that yeah. movie. That was yeah. We'll get to that. But um, yeah, because I was, what was I talking about? Oh, hairlines, NBA hairlines. You know, you got your uh, Jalen Rose, obviously unbelievable. But uh, Paul George, unbelievable. But he's, um, I don't think he's got any like European going on. No, I don't, don't think so. But then you got Dominican Jason Tatum, right? Is he Dom- Dominican, right? I think you're right. I mean, we could fact check that one, but yeah, check that. Yeah. Jason Tatum's hairline is nuts, and his hair's like very loose curls. It's like barely afro hair, you know. Um, yeah, it's very loose. Um, what's it say here? American, do 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 do. No, ethnicity. Who are their parents? Uh, gym teacher, Christian Brothers College. We've got one of them in the city here. And they're purple. They wear purple jackets. Mixed. 
his his ethnicity is mixed. Mixed. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I believe it's Dominican. I could be wrong. I, th- I think you're right. Um, and then you got Jordan Clarkson. Filipino. Filipino. He's got some serious hair on him, and so does the other Filipino, uh, Jalen Green. Jalen. Yeah. Um, Rui Hachimura. Japan. Japan. Mm. He's got a serious hairline. Um, the Greek freak's got a pretty nice hairline. Um, so I think, I think maybe you the Gre- want the Greek freak though. He's what Nigerian? Nigerian. Yeah. Grew up in Greek Greece. Grew up in Greece. Or, mo- yeah. or um, s- suck asylum. What's is <laughs> is the <laughs> past tense of seek suck or is it just seeked? <laughs> Has to be seeked. <laughs> oh man, I think we just found the the episode name. Suck Asylum. Um, what's that uh, other African? Serge Barker. Now he's he's Spanish, but where's he from? Uh, Congo. There's two Congos: Republic of Congo and Democratic Republic of Congo. Now, why do I know that? Sometimes you just got to look at maps. <laughs> Congolese, Spanish. Spanish. And I didn't know that they called him Congolese. And he's from the Republic of Congo. Um, Czech Republic is not a thing anymore either. That's called Chechia. Chechia, I think. Is it the other way around? Oh, is it? I think it used to be called Chechia. Now it's Czech Republic. So did it start as Yugoslavia? This is geography, and we're doing yeah, geography um, on this episode. This might actually be called a be, be the geography episode. Also called Chechnya is a landlocked country in Central Europe, historically known as Bohemia. It's got absolutely nothing to do with <laughs> Yugoslavia. So, you know, sometimes you got to fact check. It is all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But sometimes you do have to fact check. Um, now, I forgot how we got onto this and the hair and stuff. But So, Paolo Banchero, Italian, look him up. I, I thought so. Because he's going to go top three. Italian-American. Italian-American. So, yeah, I would have said, oh, he's a Seattle guy. Um, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting because Banchero definitely sounds like, um, Mexican or Spanish or like South American. Yeah. The pronunciation of that one, I've heard like analysts say Banchero, Banchero. I don't know. I've heard, heard all of them. I'm sure we'll find out once he's actually in the league. Yeah. Um, Paolo, Paolo. Rachel from Friends dates a guy named Paolo, and I think he's Italian. Okay. But it sounds Spanish to me. It does sound, yeah. I, th- I thought he was Spanish when I first heard the name, when I first read it. But. My favourite country, and I don't even think that I know any names from there. You know? Juancho. Well, that's Spanish, isn't it? Wait. Oh, Italy's your favourite country. Italy's, Italy's oh, okay. my favourite, yeah, for sure. I only... Madrid, I only was there, I only drove out of Madrid to um, wherever I went, but like I, uh, yeah, what's the, 
what's the main like tourist city in? God, I'm having a mental blank. Spain. Yeah. Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. And Barcelona, man, I was not impressed with. So yeah, I'm big Italy man. We were supposed to go back there, and COVID really put its finger in our dots. But man, you did you go there with Watsy? Yeah, yeah, we did Spain and Italy as part of our little trip to Europe. What part of uh, Italy? Did five cities over there, I reckon. Went to Florence, Venice, Rome. Uh, I didn't do Na- Venice. Naples. Naples, yeah. I think Positano. Yeah, little little coastal town. It's too nice, man. Yeah, loved it. Um, Beautiful country. Better than Spain? Yeah, I think so. I, I really like Spain as well. Yeah. Um, I like Madrid more than Barcelona. We only did those two cities yeah. in Spain. But yeah, Barcelona was it was cool, but it's just very touristy. Yeah, base level shit. That is where your Instagram model wants to go, you know? Yeah, yeah, plenty of that. Yeah, but um back then it was no Instagram, but it just was mad like whitewashed. Like it just seemed like it just wasn't even Spain anymore really when I and that was I, I think like two thousand eight or something I went. Yeah, okay. And I like and I was just like, man, like I was expecting like this to be Spanish as hell. Yeah, the so most so Spanish. Was there like a good decade after you and Instagram well and truly had taken over. Yeah. Like then. Plenty of influences out there. Yeah, a couple wings spray painted on some walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, oh, just the photo shoots. Just yeah. the staged photo shoots all over the place. Oh, man. But um, who would win in a war, do you think, in Italy or Spain? I don't know if Spain fights in wars anymore. Okay. Italy would win for sure. They got cause the mafia. Just cats would just go up point blank and just start popping dudes that weren't even really ready for it. And just like say, you know, you you know, you betrayed my family or something like that right before they do it. I was a little bit sketchy of that whenever when we were in um southern Italy. Yeah. Like just yeah, watch out for that. I went to um This one place, I fucking forget. I think it was near Pisa. Like, I forget the name of the town. There's this big square. I think it's pretty famous. This big square and it's like you can see like all the town, like the buildings are sort of just around this square. And we were having lunch or something. And we saw something being filmed and we didn't recognise anyone. It was just super um, Italian. And uh, then I watched a movie and I swear to God, I think, I was there for the filming of whatever, I, but I don't remember the movie either. So that's okay. pretty bad story, really, <laughs> honestly, to put on wax. So <laughs> um, yeah, dude, professionals. We got friends. We got friends in all these areas, right? And we've all we all have friends. Everybody and everybody knows everybody. Okay, everybody's dabbled in you know debauchery. See, this bung bung coffee, dude, is seriously the. It's just the. The ultimate, um, you know, thesaurus of the mind. Um, see, excessive indulgence in sex, alcohol, or drugs. And I was talking mostly about drugs here, debauchery. Um, we've got friends, we've got debaucherous friends, right? Some are doctors. Many, actually, many are doctors. Um, I know surgeons, who are the most lit people at the party whenever I see them, okay? We'll leave it at that. Um, the only 
actually the only profession who, you know, he's debaucherous in the sense of like he likes a drink. He likes to get, he likes to get, you know, a little bit pissy. Yeah. Uh, cop, cop mate of ours. But he's, he stays off of the no-no, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but every, every other profession now, I will straight up be like, you know, when I was in the hospital with, with Rach and, and Kenny, like, I'm just thinking, like, I wonder if this motherfucker's coming down or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's how I just feel about everyone now, especially on Mondays. You just never know. Yeah. Sometimes you do know, and that's the scariest part when you do know. <laughs> oh, you do know they have been. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, someone someone's, like, taking your coffee order and they're all, sh- they're, like, spilling your coffee all over the fucking counter and shit and you're like oh, okay yeah me too bro um you know i don't judge i don't judge but like it's interesting to like think about like because i you know i've been relatively low-key obviously having the the kid i've been locked up um so talking to friends and stuff that like i just like oh yeah and then we did this and then we did that and then i'm like dude aren't you a criminal defense attorney <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that's interesting. I also think about, um, what if everything in society or, um, in life, living any, every, everything that you needed a necessity to survive, say shelter, electricity, food, water, um, public transport, education. There's more, but let's just, you know, six basic needs, right? Yeah. Let's say all of that was free in society. Would, do you think society would collapse? Do you think without the need to like spend almost every dollar you earn, in most cases you need to, it's hard to save, right? Especially because you can't dictate, like, if water, if they add, like, a surcharge to the water or your electricity or all of a sudden lettuce at the moment is, like, $5. You can't do anything about that. So it's hard to actually get into your savings if you're just trying to spend to survive, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, do you think... Do you think that society would collapse or thrive in a world where necessities become free and you only pay for luxuries? Like if you do want a private vehicle and gas, you have to pay for that. Are we still working as much as we are now? <clears throat> I don't know how much we're working and I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out is do people choose to work or do they? is everyone lazy or do people still have... Do you find a passion based on the need to have one? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you want to be a doctor because you want to help people or because that's one of the high-paid positions? I think it'd be a bit of both. Yeah. There'd be people out there that genuinely want to help people and that's why they got into it. And there's others that are like, well, that's a really high-paying job and I'm smart enough and in a position to actually become one of those one day. So I'm going to do it. In a world where, like, you don't – you're not going to die – 
or be, become homeless if you don't become a doctor, do as many people try? No, there'd be way more unemployed people out there. And that's a problem. So I've just been like, I'm on Twitter scrolling and I see, I see a lot of this shit. And it just makes me start thinking of questions like this because I saw this thing, uh, you've probably seen it, Mark Cuban has started this company uh, where he's um, selling generic versions of medication at a low cost. So apparently, and this is all unsourced because I, I have not looked into it that much, Apparently, like, minimum markup on medications in the US is 100%. So you're paying double straight away. That's minimum. So that's like if if one of these pharmaceutical companies wants to be good to you, they'll only mark it up 100%. Um, and you can pay up to 1,000% on some medications, specifically uh, big ones like diabetes and cancer medications. Fuck, yeah, that's crazy. Um, Mark Cuban has started this company where uh, he's getting the generic version of these medications. Some medications don't have a generic version. So for diabetics, insulin, there's just insulin. Okay. Right? So he's not able to provide that for diabetics. Um, but for many other medications, there's generic versions. Often if you get sick and you go to the doctor and they say, get these antibiotics, you'll go to the pharmacy and they'll say, we can get you this, um, what the doctor has prescribed, or we can give you the generic version. It's the same thing, but it's cheaper. Do you want that? And oftentimes you'll say, yeah, just give me that. So that version is what Mark Cuban is providing at a 15% markup. And I see this, someone posted this article like, saying like great job mark cuban blah, blah blah and all the comics uh comics comments are just negative and it's just saying like oh this is not a w 15 percent is 15 too much and i'm like this is a billionaire he does things for business right and he, he's doing something for for good uh, like he didn't have to do this he could have gone into some other, some more tech shit and been like, oh, this social media is going to make me twice the billionaire. He could have done that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he's gone, he's said 15%, which is low. Like, you know, 85% lower than the industry standard. Yeah, which I, I didn't know about that. That's pretty interesting that they're all marked up 100%. Yeah. At minimum. And and people are still mad. And it's like, you, you guys just want everything for free. And I get it because the US healthcare system is a fucking joke. So I get I get that any profit probably looks like, you know, the devil himself is doing it. But like to take it from 100 to 15 is is like unheard of. And these people, you know, and it's only, you know, Twitter keyboard warriors. Like, you know, many people are probably so grateful that they can access these medications for cheaper now. But like, yeah, and then it just made me think like, okay, what if medication was free? What if what if everything that you need to survive was free? Would people even fucking bother like do, do it? How how much would everyone weigh? Like would everyone just be be Lizzo or <laughs> Um Yeah, I I just think there'd be a lot less people rocking up for work every day. 
like there'd still be things that you want to get that aren't being provided for free. So you'd go to what your eight hours or whatever in the week to get a bit of extra cash, but no, I don't think many people would be going five days a week anymore. Yeah, and there, there's like a line, I guess, because like if if you're only paying for luxury stuff, so does that like say go into a restaurant? Does that count as luxury? Is that then luxury or is that then? I think that's luxury. Yeah. So like the food would have to be like like a food stamp system or something or like a it's real well, like real basics that you're getting. Yeah. They would ha- like how do you pol- um not police but like how do you like govern it? Yeah. Um Yeah. Cuz then like what what if someone can live off $60 of groceries a week or what if you have 10 kids cuz some fucking wild cowboys out there do. So you just go and pick up all your groceries for free and you got four shopping carts full and you walk out with that and then one person like just has one bag and they're just like, oh, you know, I like rice and uh, sausages, so I'm good. Yeah, without thinking about too much, I guess that's how it would work. Be like on a person-by-person basis, how much you're allocated per week. Yeah, or they'd have to do it like Centrelink and be like um, – instead of asset testing, be like popula- population testing, how many people are in your household, uh, you know, one baby, two adults, okay, so that's that's two point, you get 2.2 allocations, which is $220 or something like that. How is this all getting funded though? Well, I guess, I, I don't know. I guess it would be like, I you know, tax the rich, I don't know. I don't know. Or like if you don't need to spend as much money, maybe you like you can just personally get taxed more. But then that's the same as spending your money. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Mr. Um, uh, social Science. Yeah, that makes two of us. But I just thought like I just saw that tweet and I just like in my mind just I couldn't sleep. I was thinking about all this shit. I just, because I was just like, I don't trust humanity enough to like, it sounds like a good idea to be like, hey, guess what? I'm Mr. Um, Green's politician and everything's for the people and everything required to survive you get for free now. I don't trust humanity enough to keep going, to keep, like, you need, you need to work for some form of, um, reason or uh idle hands are the devil's playthings they say so cats would be getting wild i think yeah but i think cats are just getting wild anyway today's society like everyone's got jobs and there's still wild cats out there (laughs) yeah yeah man yeah it's it's all pipes jerry (laughs) i don't know i don't know man but that's yeah i guess that's my um philosophical thinking for the week Uh, that doesn't happen often but you know if you have enough bung bung coffee yeah no i like that shit starts moving um let's do clay's reviews comedy action will this movie win an oscar Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. This is a good one because we both watched it this week. Uh, Hustle. 
Adam Sandler, produced by uh, LeBron James and Maverick Carter. Oh, was it? I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. Um, and I was also thinking about this. <laughs> if you're an athlete, or a, specifically a basketball player, if you're going to produce a movie, don't make it a basketball movie. You Because if that's the world you want to get into, like producing movies and stuff, people are going to be like, oh, he just all he knows is sports. You know, so you need to produ- you need to go out and produce like a war movie or or um you know some some hardcore like drama about you know a you know a couple and and one of them gets cancer. You know, did he have anything to do with the um Space Jam production or not? I don't know. I still haven't seen it. Um, yeah, keep it that way. I refuse to learn anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that but um no, is is it was. It was fun it was a good movie it was there was funny bits there was heavy bits um i don't yeah i don't i don't want to get into too much i mean it's not one of those movies where you're gonna be there's gonna be much spoiling going on like it's pretty base level shit um but and it wasn't like it wasn't cinematically like anything special not, not at all um, it was super basic. I could have filmed it myself. Um, there was a stupid, stupid scene where they put a drone in for no reason. Oh, the one-on-one game? Yeah, <laughs> dude. I got so <laughs> mad when that happened. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, I you know, the, you know, this movie's more about morals and, um, you know, learning lessons, uh, perseverance. That kind of thing. It's all. It's all about. It's like, what can you take away from it? There's no like sitting down and being like, what? Why do you think he shot this in a wide angle? There was none of that happening. No. Yeah. So it was super basic. It actually probably could have honestly been lit better. Most of it was shot in the fucking dark. It seemed. Um, but as I was saying before, Adam Sandler, great actor. My mum hates him because of um. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, and she's just like, "What? Like, what is it? What is this what guy? What's wrong with this guy?" Yeah, and but I'm just like, and then he did all those shit movies that like my mum wouldn't have seen, like you know, Jack and Jill, trash. Um, I don't know. There was a bunch in one period where he's doing all these family movies, which you know. What, what did you think of Click? I've always, I've always liked that movie. I liked Click. I liked Click, but like, I guess if you're like. If all you know of Sandler is like SNL and Happy Gilmore and you're expecting like silliness, Click's like pretty, it's like reasonably heavy. Yeah, I thought the first time I saw it, I was like, that's really heavy. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So like um, I can understand why people who think they're Adam Sandler fans don't like it. But he's got hits, dude. Longest Yard. Um, Yeah, I didn't like Little Nicky. No, I didn't like that. Um. What else was pre- Wedding Singer was pretty big, wasn't it? Wedding Singer was massive. Mr. Deeds I loved. Um, then he did... Oh, Grown Ups and Grown Ups too. I, I loved, even though they were like super like... They were like for kids, but... You know, it's got... it's A lot of these kids' films have adult themes in them so that the parents can watch them, and that's, mm-hmm. that's almost like over 50% adult stuff. Um, but yeah, that's I loved those movies. There was yeah, there was just a number of them in there that were a bit like just bad. Like I, I can only think of Jack and Jill, which was just like tragic. I don't think I ever saw that one. 
I can't. Yeah, I think he I played. He played both of them. He played like the brother and the sister, and it was just like nuts. Yeah, okay. I think I've seen trailers, but I never actually saw that film. Yeah, and then he's got um, Fifty First Dates. Was that him? Yes, and that's a banger. Yeah, I like that. Ridiculous Six on Netflix. It was like a western, and it was like a like they they were making fun of like the Magnificent Seven. I think. Okay, I haven't seen this one. Is this like a Netflix only movie? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And it's like a few years old now. Yeah, okay. But yeah, he's a good actor and uh he's you know, he's got a few zingers in this, but he's um uh he's a family man and he just cares so much about his profession. He's a uh NBA scout for the 76ers. Um that goes south Spoiler alert. Um, but, and he just cares about Juancho Hernan Gomez, um, who, uh, Bo, Bo Cruz, Bo Cruz, the cruise missile. <laughs> um, he cares about him and the guy, yeah, the guy had never been cared for. He'd always been doing the caring and that type of sh- It's, yeah, it's all just like, you know, getting your feelings a bit, um, I really, I did really enjoy it, and I highly recommend it. As far as critical film reviews go, I think I've got to max out at a six. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think part of the reason I enjoyed it so much is because of the the topic, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, just seeing all the cameos was cool as well. But the actual topic itself, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I like, yeah. It's not a six because it sucks. It's a six because it's like it's just like there's there was no real movie making going on there, um, but like yeah, uh, hard not to enjoy it if you sit down and watch it. I think Rachel enjoyed it. She's not you know, Mrs. Sports film. Yeah. So six from me. Um, have you watched anything else this week? Yeah, nothing of note. No. 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 I'm trying to think if I've been like running through anything. Don't think so. Restarted the office again for like the one millionth time. Just which, which one are you watching? US. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, just because Rach has seen me watching it on occasion and she's like laughed along at like bits and pieces, but she doesn't. She's never seen like the Jim and Pam storyline play out, or the Dwight and Angela, or the Michael and um, uh, Jan of it all. So um. Or Ryan and Kelly, you know? So she, so yeah, we're watching that. Like whenever we're just like, can't be fucked, you know, getting through the heaviness of Ozark, you know, we're trying to finish Ozark at the moment. I didn't realise that final season was so long. I'm about halfway through. Yeah, so that came out in two parts. Yeah, yeah. So we saw the first part uh, and we just started the second part. Okay. Yeah. Actually, now that you're saying you're rewatching something, I did rewatch Dave. Oh, nice one. Hannah never watched it with me, so in the past two weeks we watched both seasons. Final season of season, uh, final episode of season two, bro. So good. Unreal, man. No pun intended. Um, yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, do we know if there's a season three coming? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed. I th- yeah. I think it's coming out later this year. Cool. And Atlanta? Not up to date with Atlanta. I think okay. I'm like halfway through the first season. Because I feel like... Um, Gambino just moves on all the, I mean, sorry, Donald Glover just moves on all the time. Like, he's like, okay, I'm, nah, I'm not going to do 
rapping anymore. Um, and I feel like he's probably going to end Atlanta. Is he running out of professions? He has to be. <laughs> I had a crack at a few things. Yeah, like I don't know if maybe he's done with entertainment. Maybe now he wants to be a um, police officer. Maybe there's going to be, you know. High school teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Paper salesman. Back on Atlanta though. Did, mm. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, I'm up to date. You are? Okay. Yeah. Genius. It's like genius shit. Maybe it's exhausting to write as well. Like to, to be on that wavelength for however hours it takes to write mm. one episode, you know? Like I write jokes that are not genius jokes and it fucking takes it out of me. So like <laughs> trying to write that would be fucking heaps. Um. And what else am I? I'm still watching The Sopranos, getting through that. Um, oh, I watched Ricky Gervais's new special called Supernature. And it's fantastic. Have you watched it? Do you no, watch comedy specials it. much? Um, not heaps, but like when Dave Chappelle or like I haven't I want to see the Cat Williams one as well. I've heard that's good. Oh yeah, I haven't heard. I actually haven't heard anything about it. I just saw it drop randomly. I didn't even hear. I didn't even hear any promo or anything. Um, but yeah, I want to watch that. I remember we used to watch the Pimp Chronicles on my yeah, fat back computer in that tiny study at my mum's place, like over and over. Yeah, that's some classic shit. Um, yeah. So Supernature, he he just breaks down the. The, just the trans stuff. He sort of goes big Dave Chappelle on him, and he's just like, um, he's like, I don't, I don't care. Well, no, okay, I'm not going to give away jokes, but I'll tell you what he does. He he holds your hand through it, right? So he's like, at the start of the show, he's like, I'm going to say things that are so way out there, and you're going to be like, oh, how did he just say that? And you're going to laugh because I said what's not supposed to be said, and you know what I'm supposed to have said. And then he like he does an example and they laugh and he's like, Yeah, well done. And then he uh yeah, he go he goes through the show and he's like holding your hand through all these bits. And then Twitter, after it comes out, everyone's just like, Oh, Ricky Gervais is transphobic. Like they just don't they just can't get it, bro. Yeah, like, they'll just take the audio snippets they want and won't yeah. listen to the whole thing. It's retarded, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, man, but he did, he did a really good job and he, he said, like, you can't just think that a comedian is what their jokes are. Like I can make a joke. No, you should, you should always be punching up. They say as a general rule, you shouldn't punch down as a comedian. And he's like, he makes a joke about getting a retarded child on stage and literally punching down and beating him up. And everyone laughs. And he's like, see, you laughed at that. But if I actually did that, it'd be a very different response. Mm. But like, yeah. And then like he makes all these examples of how like how stupid it is to cancel comedians and then like they try and cancel it. <laughs> it sounds like I need to say this. Yeah, it's really good. He does it, he does it really well. Um, and then there's another like, because Netflix do a comedy festival called Netflix is a Joke Festival in L.A., and um, they released, I guess, probably a bunch of stuff, but they released a um, 
a lineup show that Bill Burr ran, and that was really good. Uh, and Bill Burr made a fantastic joke about Kyle Rittenhouse. Is he a shooter? He's the one. He went to uh, Kenosha or something. Shot, shot two people. And oh yeah, he's got a great. Yeah, I won't give away. I don't. I don't like giving away people's jokes. Um, but that was great. Bill Burr was great. Um, Ian Edwards, friend of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. You know, he's on Netflix. Uh, he was on there and he was great. He had a great, um, great bit about gender reveal parties and how they shouldn't happen just because, I mean, your kid's going to end up choosing a gender in a few years anyway. <laughs> so that was a good one. Shout out to Ian Edwards. I'll be opening for him. Um, you know, if he ever comes to Australia, speak that into an e- to existence yep. <laughs> um uh but yeah dude it's so fucking dope to have a friend of the show on netflix mm. yeah might need to um repost that video yeah then. yeah yeah maybe i will actually Get yeah that's a good, the algorithm that's a good point um what else i think that's all i've watched i don't i don't like to review um comedy because i'm a comedian I don't want it like there's plenty of comedy I don't like. I don't want to shit on other comedians because, you know, hey, guess what? I'm not on Netflix. So, you know, many people have said I should be. <laughs> it's, it's all people talking about. I've been trending on Twitter. Um, free clay is the hashtag, I think. Um, no, but yeah, I don't, I don't like to review comedy. I just review movies and stuff. But I... Yeah, highly recommend the Ricky Gervais special and highly recommend um, the the Bill Burr Presents something, something. But you'll see. I think it's trending at the moment. Um, I want to see the Earthquake special. I think Dave Chappelle produced it. Okay. Wait, is that a stand-up? Yeah, his name's Earthquake. I don't even know his real oh, name. Oh, a guy called Earthquake. Yeah, okay. and he's um, he's uh, old school. Like He's from like Def Comedy Jam back in the day. Um. So yeah, earthquake com- comedian maybe. Yeah. So I guess yeah, Dave Chappelle, because you know how they gave him a bunch of cash for um. But you can't say no. You can't tell a Trump supporter nothing about Trump. Oh, you not my Trump. Mm-mm. They love my <laughs> Trump. People ask me all the. So, yeah, so, I go to the park, yep, and that's me. That's right. Um, so he, yeah, he's from like back in the Bernie Mac days yeah, and all that. Never heard of him. Um, there because that was a thing back in the day, like kind of having a nickname. It wasn't a thing, like not everybody did it, but it was like you don't see a lot of that now. And there was another guy called Hamburger, and he used to do a joke, bro. And then he would after his joke, after every punchline. Like, instead of being like, God damn, he'd be like, ham, burp, like, in between every joke, bro. Like I, Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I wasn't into it. But he was, like, he was pretty famous, dude. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, uh, that's not that's not my type of shit. But, I mean. Each throne. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, comedy. you got to go watch it, everybody. The bigger comedy is, the more chance I've got. So, you know. That's that's something that I've always uh, tried to tried to think is like 
don't be jealous of people that make it or whatever. Be happy that like comedy is still big and like booming because that means that there's there's more audience for all of us. Because people that love comedy don't just love one comedian, you know. So you shouldn't get jealous of people on Netflix or friend of the show Rudy Rudy Lee Torua or the Roods. He uh, opened for Jim Jeffries the other night. That's huge. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if he's doing the entire run. Um, I'm guessing he probably is, but that was, I think that was in Sydney or something. I'm, uh, I'm going to, in two weeks, I'm going to, uh, see that with Henry Wilson mentioned that on the show last week and yeah, that's um, good. Jim Jeffries funny. Yeah, he's good. I, I saw him last time he was in Australia. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I gave my score. That was a six, wasn't it? Um, sport. We got to go to sport. NBA Finals series two two. Thank fuck. Yeah, we got a series. Yeah, it was looking grim. Um, you know, Golden State gave up one game at home, and if they went down three one or one three. It wasn't going to look very good. It was going to look like they were going to get um, popped in five. You know, it's 2-2 now. Uh, Steph Curry has been carrying these motherfuckers, bro. He's amazing. Carrying. The slander needs to stop. People keep talking shit about him because KD joined. He didn't go anywhere. You understand? Steph got drafted there, stayed there. He doesn't sign players. Hmm. You know, Twitter says that he was, you know, going to KD's house and begging him to come. Whatever. Whatever. He already won chips or a chip before KD. So you got to forget about that shit. This man went 7 for 14 threes, which, you know, 50% is is lit. Clay Thompson went 40%, had 18, you know. That's an okay game. 41 minutes isn't, you know, it's not great. Was it, does his plus minus two? What's Draymond's zero? It's crazy. It's crazy that, you know, he's not in the negatives, but, you know, if you win a game, it's easier to be in the positives. Um, anyway, Steph Curry has been the lead scorer in every game, right? Uh, yeah, I can't fact check that one. But don't worry. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Um, I do believe, you know. Yeah, no, it sounds right. Yeah. I Just do believe it. he's been the top scorer in every game. Yeah. Um, Clay Thompson is either not all the way back or not coming back. I hope it's, um, hope it's the former. Yeah, me too. There's a little um, cooler box next to you with a couple of cold beers in it and a couple of um, glasses. Um, I just wanted to share these beers, have half of them each, because one of them I'm not sure I'm going to like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> my mum, you know, bless her heart, for my birthday bought me an eight-pack of um, craft beer or what she thought was craft beer. One of them was a great northern, um, <laughs> which I laughed at. She's, you know, she's the best. Uh, which one do you want to crack? Let's crack the 
that one first um, because, yeah, I'm just not sure that that's in my, my palette, really. And there's a – that's like a switchblade. So, no, you got to – that clip on the bottom or the top, the way you're handling it, you push that up and it's like a switchblade but it's just a um, – like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she bought me eight – Craft beers, uh, craft in uh, quotations, because yeah, there was a great northern in there. <laughs> oh, she tried, man. And then yeah, this one here is what is it? A James Squire? What's it called? A porter? Jack of Spades porter. Yeah, uh, and I'm not really a black beer drinker. Like this looks like a Coca Cola. And I've had you know. Um, I've had a Guinness before and, you know, I can handle one Guinness. I'm not trying to, like, have two Guinnesses or Guinness. Cheers. Cheers, mate. It's actually not bad. Don't mind it. Yeah. Wouldn't be sitting on it all day. No. That's that's maybe like a... um, hmm, Maybe after dinner drink or something. Nightcap. Yeah. It's not bad. It's it's actually the it's it's strange that like the colour puts me off. But it looks like a Coca-Cola, which is delicious. Fucking love Coca-Cola. Yeah. Good app. It actually looks exactly like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's not that's actually not bad. Um Draymond Green, bro. Oh no, hold on, let's finish up on Clay Thompson. When he first came back, shit was looking a bit sus. It was always going to. He was going to have crazy adrenaline. He wasn't going to be used to playing game speed, all this shit. He sort of started to come good and start to, um, what do they call it, like uh, prime? Or, um, yeah, not prime. Um, fuck, peak. Peak. Started to peak coming into playoffs and then playoffs kind of happens and he's just not, it just doesn't look, this doesn't look right. Yeah. I mean, he's still, he's hit, hit some big shots yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday looks all right. You know, he's, um, where is he? Field goal percentage 41, you know, 41 not bad for a jump shooter. Um, 53 from Steph Curry is disgustingly good. Like that's, Zion Williamson numbers. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> 53 is crazy. Kevon Looney at 75, but he would have only... Four shots. Yeah, four shots. Um, uh, but, like, yeah, Clay Thompson at 40% is fine. That's That hasn't really been typical. He's been missing a lot. I'm just glad he's still taking them. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad he's still taking them. I, I hope it comes good. They, 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 they have to drop. Eventually. They don't have to, but I've got a feeling they're going to start dropping for him. Yeah. At least in one game this series, he's going to have a clay game. Yeah, maybe game six. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, I, I, I sincerely hope it's it's not like he's out. I, I, yeah, I hope he's not like on the downturn. His, his game seems like the type of game that... It'll age well. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully it's just like, you know, one of those years coming out of injury and then like maybe next year it turns up. But I 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's hard. I don't know who I'm rooting for. And usually, game one of a series of two teams that aren't the Bulls, I can usually like my my emotions will just take over and I'll pick a team in game one. And I'll tell you, I was happy to see Boston do well with these young guys. Al Horford go off in game one. I was happy to see it, but then like. Then when Golden State wins, I'm happy. So I don't, I don't know who I'm going for. I, I don't know. It's going to be hard because I don't know if I'm going to be. This is sports, I guess. If your team's not there, it's just kind of hard to pick a side. Yours is a bit more easy, I guess. A bit easier, but also just want to watch some good basketball. Yeah, just want, want the games to be close. I'm glad it's not blowouts like a few of these other series leading up to this one. Yeah, um, the I haven't watched a game since game one. Of this series. Is there a game tomorrow? No, I don't think they're playing again until Tuesday. Tuesday our time. T- two days off because they're going back to the West Coast. Yeah, that sucks, man. So I'll be back at work. Um, so if it goes to game seven, will that be on the weekend? Because that, be, that would be good to watch. June 17th. No. That's game six, June 17th. So game seven would be maybe the twentieth. Where would it, looks it be? Like they're going three days between games now. So that would game seven be in Golden State? Yeah. Two home, two away. Yeah, because they, they had a better record. Two home, two away, home away, home. Yep. Yep. Um so game seven would be the twentieth, their twentieth or ours? Oh, that's ours because that says ten thirty a.m. Yeah. So, what's the twentieth? Yeah, Monday. God damn it, bro! Are you kidding me? Yeah, that sucks. Oh, god! I used up all my fucking sick days. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that sucks. That fucking sucks. Um. Oh well. We need to talk a little bit more about Draymond, though. Yeah, we haven't even talked about him. Is that camera still recording? No. No? Is it now? Yeah. Red dot? No, no red dot. Yeah, Ron. All right. Um, Draymond, the, the, I don't know what to call him. Draymond Green, the podcast. I am the Draymond Green of podcasting because I'm better at podcasting than I'm at basketball. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's happening with that man right now. He's... He looks so shook out there. Bro. On offense, especially. For someone that can't shut the fuck up about how good their IQ is... If you're so smart as a basketball player, why are you fouling out every fucking game? What are you doing? Mm. And why why can't you figure out how not to? And why can't you figure out how to be more efficient out there if you're so fucking smart? If you're Mr. Basketball IQ, if you're Mr. Best Defender of All Time, he says, yeah, you've got to do something. Wild claim. That's nuts, bro. Wild self-proclamation. That's crazy. And you always, you always know the best to ever do it doesn't say it. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, 
Yeah, I mean, has, I've never heard Steph talk about his own shooting. No. I, I doubt he's ever said he's the greatest shooter, even though that's pretty clear. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard him say that. I think I've heard him say, like, yeah, pretty pretty elite company to be in or whatever yeah. when he, like, took over yeah, Reggie pretty, Miller. Pretty and modest about smashing these records with yeah. years to go in his career. And changing the landscape of the game worldwide, not just in the NBA. Like, every league in the world is now threes, yeah. threes and layups only. Who, well, who really started that? Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, seven-second offense. Yeah. Jack it up. And then Steph's just, his skill level changed everything. But, yeah, Draymond, Draymond is out there looking like, I, I, I don't even know what, bro. There's some, like, pretty Ben Simmons-esque passes out there, like just giving up bunnies to put his teammates in shitter positions. It's... Yeah, he's just shook. He's just real fucking scared on offense. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, his his mum tweeted the other day. Um, can you can you look this up? I want to see exactly what she says. She says, "Everyone stop stops asking me what's wrong with Draymond. I don't know what's wrong with him." <laughs> Some shit. Oh my god, this shit was nuts, bro. People. Uh, please, people, stop asking me what's wrong with Dre. I don't know. Maybe this is a clone. LMAO. Where is the Draymond that helped us get here? Hmm. I have never seen this either. That's his mother, bro. <laughs> Going in on him. Yeah. Maybe this is a clone. Yeah. Like, that sucks. When you got to start thinking maybe your son is a clone because he's so bad at sports. <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts man like he's out there really doing nothing and someone needs to say it bro he won't even look at the ring on offense bro remember when russ said um pat beverly got you guys fooled yeah i remember that draymond has everyone fooled just because he tells everyone he's the best he sucks man mm. and if he's so smart like that, the, the thing that I don't understand is if you're so smart, you've got to find a better way. Like, Jason Tatum, game one, could not hit a fucking shot. So he just goes out and gets a career high of assists. Yeah. Game one of the finals. Career high of assists because he could not hit a shot. Draymond hasn't got a career high in shit, bro. Yeah. Career high in podcasts after games. Yeah, it's killing that. What is he doing? Is that just, like, for clout? Like... Probably want to ring over some clout though. Like, pull your finger out, go get that chip. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't think podcasting's the problem, but it's not helping the look. It doesn't help what it looks like. He's in his own head. That's just what it looks like out on the court. Yeah. He just, I don't know when his contract's up, but, you know, there's been an argument for a long time because his stat sheet doesn't look good. And people say, you know, his impact doesn't show up on the stat sheet. Yeah, his game's meant to be about all the intangibles. Yeah, but th- that shit's not happening right now. Not, nothing he's doing is adding to the team right now. So when his contract's up, do you keep him because because of what he's done in the past? Do you keep him because he's Draymond Green? Do you keep him 
to be that vet on the bench and take a spot from someone that's, that can really play like Donis Haslam's doing? Or do you just give him a, a, a contract as a development coach or something to do that? Because I don't like this look of, you know, 55-year-old Adonis Haslam sitting on the bench taking. There is a guy in fucking Turkey or something right now bowling, bro. And Adonis Haslam's got an NBA spot. I fucking hate that. Yeah. And is this what Draymond's going to be? Because there's all this talk about how fucking much of a savant here. I'm not seeing him do anything. He had eight assists the other day. Not one of those assists was I just like, wow, how did he see that play developing? How does he do it? Nothing about his game to me is saying this guy's a basketball genius. Yeah, especially not in this series. Um, yeah, I, I just... It's just hard to watch. He's yeah, on the court right now. Like you watch Jokic, bro, and some of the, some of the dimes he's dropping first is like the skill of the pass is fucking crazy, and then the fact that he saw it, like the vision, yeah. and the fact that, like, he, he will be like one side of the court and be like clear out, clear out, and it looks like he's doing an ISO, but he knows that the defense is going to drop there to double him and then he just he just drops drops it in for a layup somewhere. It's like Jokic is really seeing shit happen before it happens. But I don't but see that with Dre. Jokic can like he demands that attention from the defense too because he's yeah. a threat on offense. Whereas Dre, they're all taking steps off. Yeah. They, they don't give a shit about that dude when he's got the ball in his hands. I think we gotta do and I just feel like there's a certain amount of we're playing Draymond Green because of who he was. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah, we they, need to sit this man and let Gary Payton second go out there. And they, let, they did do a bit of that yesterday. Yeah, and I, I heard, um, I didn't see it, I heard um, Green's post-game presser saying, like, you know, I didn't want to be on the bench for the last seven minutes or whatever, but, you know, do what coach says. So I'm glad that, I'm glad that, that happened. Yeah. I feel like there's been some sus moves from um, Steve Kerr, honestly. Game one, the one I actually watched, Steph Heaton like that, you're just going to sit him because that's what you're... Got the rotation that you've been playing. Yeah. yeah. you, you got to make adjustments. This is the finals, man. Yeah. You let this man cook and he can rest once the finals is over. Push back training camp for a couple of weeks for Steph. You know, let him, yeah. let him rest. This is the fucking finals. He had... 26 or something in the first quarter and you just sit him for six minutes and you lose. Yeah. You lose a winnable game. What if what if you let him cook for 37 and then sit him and then Boston's got to use all this energy to catch up while they've used that energy, Steph's rest and you put him back in. There's none of that kind of shit. It's just like, well, this is what our rotation has been all season, so we're just going to sit him now for six minutes. No, needs to be more, Momentum is... Need to be more malleable than that. Yeah, that it's not just um like... You can't just be doing sports science and statistics and shit all the time. It's not It's not all about that. Sometimes you... Yeah, sometimes you got to throw it into the post and get a score, despite what they say about, you know, the game today. It's like someone's got to get us a bucket. I think, yeah, Kerr's been a bit more switched on since that game, though. Yeah. And it's not, not his first rodeo. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was just so frustrating. And then I saw he did it. He did it again in might have been game three 
Steph was heating up and then he, in the third and he sat him. I was like, what's happening? What the fuck is happening right now? But, you know, I'm not an NBA head coach. So what the fuck do I know? You and me both, dude. You and me both. Um, so as of a 2-2, who have you got? I'll go Golden State. You're Golden State? <sighs> oh, man. For podcasting's sake, I'll... I'll go, <laughs> I'll go Boston. Um, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's really stepped up. That dude can start a game, hey? Yeah. Like, he always comes out firing. Yeah. Um, Rob, he, Robert Williams. He's really fucking good. Like, these Golden State players look scared as fuck going to the ring with that dude around. Dude, that, if you, you... I don't know if... You, how hard it is, but if you can find uh, in the paint stats, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. Um, the percentage of shots taken and then percentage of actual points is just um, like, it's just not, it doesn't even make sense. Um, that guy is an absolute shot changer. Um, and he's he's working well for them. And so is Al Horford because the, you know, playing this this no position basketball and having everyone like small ball and all that is all well and good. But when the the plan is to force the other team to go small, right, so that they can keep up. But if someone's like, no, we're not going to go small, we're just going to keep our big out there. It's like, what are you supposed to do now? How are you going to guard that big? And that's that's where Boston kind of gets a bit of an advantage, I think, having Horford and Williams out there. It's like, yeah, maybe we're not going to, like, maybe we've just got to rely on our guards to stop the break just so that the bigs can keep up. But if we stop the break, you can't come in here. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that's what's been happening. Yeah, and then on offense, um, yeah, who guards them? Draymond? And then he's fouling out. Yeah, apart from Looney, they don't have any bigs. Yeah, and Looney, what is he like six ten? He's not like a, he's not a footer, is he? No, no, he, he's yeah more of a power forward. I'd say that's been forced to play center. And he, you know, no one talks about Looney. He needs props, bro, because he just he just lets these guys shoot threes all game. And I remember when I played, I get pissed. I'd get pissed. I'd go. I'd yell at my coach and be like, "I'm not just here to fucking get an offensive rebounds and all this shit, right?" He just gets bored and kicks it back out. Take another one. I'll, t- I'll get 18 O-boards tonight. You know, <laughs> he's a fucking, he plays his role and he's a huge part of them winning, bro. Huge part because getting those second chance points, especially, you know, taking what's a statistically harder shot to make, the three-point shot, and getting those second chances is fucking crucial and he just allows for that. Unbelievable. Shout out to Kevin Lerner. Give him his flowers. Yeah, um, well, we're talking about rebounds, Wiggins. Bro. Massive game yesterday. Wiggins just, this this playoff run for him is huge. I don't know what, I don't know what his, con- I'm not up with all the contracts and when they expire and shit, but like this man's played himself into a situation where he's going to need to get paid Um, because I think they got him cheap. In terms of what they gave up Pascal? 
No, no. Pascal went to the Jazz. D'Angelo. D'Lo. D'Angelo Russell. Oh, it's probably, yeah, it's probably pretty even trade there, but. Pretty, pretty even money wise, but yeah. in terms of what you're getting out of the player, they've, yeah. Golden but State's at that time, there. it probably looked like Golden State were out of their minds. I don't think D'Lo was doing much for Golden State, but. Yeah, he. I don't think he was getting talked about the way Wiggins was getting talked about. Yeah, but I think Golden State just knew like he wasn't part of the long term plan. I think Clay was injured at the time, so yeah. he was just feeling that interim like shooting guard role, guy who can hit threes. Yeah. Uh but Wiggins is just like I'm glad he got out of Minnesota. Yeah, he looks refreshed, he looks happy. Uh he looked miserable in uh Minnesota. Uh yeah, he looks he looks happy to be there. He's a quote unquote role player, but he's like he's bodying it. He's just out yeah. there and he's playing hard. He never was playing hard. He was one of these draft picks that thought, I'm gonna get this shit given to me on a silver platter. And then he went to Golden State and now he like he really is out there grinding. Yeah. I mean, he's never really playing for anything in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to get a seed. That was like that was the aspirations of that team. Yeah, that sucks, bro. That's where my bulls are at right now. I don't know what's happening with us. Well, let's not talk about the Bulls every single fucking episode. But yeah, I'm. It's one of the one of my favorite storylines this season has been Andrew Wiggins. Just seeing him sort of start to get that confidence back. Yeah, it's been good. What do they call him? What's his nickname? Maple Jordan. <laughs> I like that. That's I good. Think, I think that was it. Maple Jordan. But um, all right. So predictions for this series. Do you think it goes ends in six, or you reckon we're going to seven? If if Boston win it, Boston win it in six. Yeah. Um, if Golden State win it, Golden State win it in seven. Okay. So Boston in six. Boston in six for the sake for the sake yeah. of the show. All right, I'm going Golden State in seven. Um. Man, I love I love the finals. Oh man, I love it, but I hate the fact that there's months until the next game after this. Yeah, dude, it's depressing. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, usually just take a full break from sports. I watch footy, but I don't really talk about footy on the potty because I don't really know footy like that. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. I'll definitely be watching more, but yeah, no analysis whatsoever. Yeah, I. What else is there? Baseball, no thank you. No offense to our friend of the show uh, and official, unofficial MLB correspondent, Elliot Ross, but no thanks. Um, NFL. NFL is tough because all their game, pretty much all their games are during work days. Um, pretty tough to catch up. Yeah. Um, NFL. That, that dude. That dude who's been in the fucking media lately getting those massages. Deshaun Watson getting his yeah, yeah getting his boy. prostate examined. What was the um? I saw some headline about him being in like a baby position. Did you see that shit? Oh, getting his dye dye changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the position called? I don't know. I don't know, oh, but fuck. I'll tell you about that position, bro. When I was uh in China, um. One of my teammates, um, we had a, 
We were staying in a six-star hotel. I guess China's the only country in the world that has those. Or at the time. So that was 2008 as well. Um, Actually, Spain was 2007, now that I think about it. China was 2008. And so this was before, like, Dubai really started popping off. Or maybe even existed. I don't even know. Still a desert. Yeah. So they might have seven stars by now. I don't even know. But this was back then. China was the only place that had six-star hotels, and that's where we were staying. And it had a brothel in the basement. And um, I had a girlfriend at the time, you know her. So I wasn't about that action. And I've never actually gone to a brothel or... um, I think I've gone to a rub and tug, but I've never had the tug. I've never actually... Got the rub. Yeah. And I do get scared. I do need to talk to our cop mate about that because I wonder, are they doing stings in rub and tugs or are they just letting it happen? I don't know. Because my biggest fear was always like, I'm going to go in there and give 50 bucks to a cop and just <laughs> like have to call my mum after wanting to get a hand job. You know, like that's nuts. Yeah. yeah you don't want that to happen. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we'll have to ask him. That was always my biggest fear. But yeah, we had a brothel in the basement and uh, my teammate paid to get a rim job. And yeah. I was thinking like, oh, maybe like you lie down and they like spread your cheeks and do it or like maybe you sort of on your knees bent over or whatever. And he was like, nah, nah, like I was on my back and I was like holding my legs up. <laughs> Sounds so nasty. Yeah, bro, getting that RJ, that RJ Barrett. Um. Yeah, so Deshaun Watson, 66 women have come forward. 66 masseuses have come forward saying that he was, like, pressuring him to have sex or, like, finger his dot, all types of shit. Um, they would tell him to wear a towel and, like, he would, he would like, insist against wearing a towel. And they'd, they'd, like, beg him to wear a towel and then he'd just wear, like, a he'd get a fucking, like, face washer and put it over his dick and then, like, get him to, like, massage quote unquote massage the inside of his asshole you know yeah okay and what sort of like time span did this all happen over i think it was over a 12 month period no maybe i'm wrong there unsourced so unsourced here the wrong to the potty podcast but um the he was playing for the houston texans at the time i think i believe he's been traded or or signed with the cleveland browns now um the Texans were giving him NDAs to yeah, give to these women. This. Yeah. So now the Texans are also wrapped up in it. They're, they're like complicit in it, essentially, which is nuts, bro. That's mad. That's a mad Texas move as well. Yeah. So that those numbers work out to what? Like just over one a week. One allegation per week for a yeah. whole year. Yeah. Yeah, that's a wild cowboy. Yeah. And I guess like there was... You know, there was like a like twenty women or something that like agreed to have sex with him or something, but like, um, and it, you know, it's a numbers game. Of course, you're not always gonna be getting rejected, especially mm. being a fucking you know professional athlete. With yeah, millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's lit, bro. He's out there, really, just, just, and I just wonder, did he wait until he was rich? to start this debauchery or did he, did he, was he getting his butthole fingered in college? 
Great question. Just get him on the show sometime. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love to be on the <laughs> Welcome to the Potty podcast. Because, um, and then you think, oh, there, there was that rumor about OBJ getting pooped on his chest. Yeah, I heard that one. I still don't know if that's been, you know, sourced or not, but like, people are out here really just like going for it, especially in the NFL. Football players are different. They are different. Yeah, I don't, don't know any. Never really had any interactions with any. Draymond Green. <laughs> Have you seen some of the clips of what he's been doing out there? Some of the moving screens he's fucking... Oh, yeah. Even the offensive fouls. I'm like, how do you think you're going to get away with that shit? Yeah. And, bro, the the box out after the free throw on Tate, Jason Tatum. Did you see that one? No, I didn't catch that one. It looked like he was, like, intentionally trying to separate his shoulder. It looked pretty fucked. I don't know if he even got called for a foul on it, but, like, okay. people were posting it on Twitter, and I was like, that doesn't that just doesn't look like you're trying to get you're only trying to get position. It just looked a bit fucked. Yeah. I don't know, maybe that's payback for the way the way some of these Celtics are rolling all over Steph Curry. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And Celtics fans, no offense, Steph, bro, these guys on Twitter just like they just think every game all the refs are against them and like it's not only it's not every game. <laughs> it's not and it's not only your team. Like you gotta you gotta have some sense of reality to be taken seriously. It can't all just be oh my team the or the the team I bet on or the team I go for. You know, you gotta you gotta have some sort of like gauge in your mind of like what's fair and not what's not. Um and just because shit's not going your way doesn't mean it's unfair, unfortunately. But um, that's a decent sized sports segment today, I think. Yeah. What? What else we've we spoken about? Movies. A bit about like ending capitalism. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is where you come. This is where you come for all of your, um, you know, not socialist ideals, but really, if you want, if you want to talk politics, and um, <laughs> and really how you know, the state, the current state of affairs. That's what, this is where you come. It's not all comedy here, folks. Um, you just come here if, if you've ever sucked asylum. <laughs> <laughs> I had some, uh, I had some advice, but this is a long app. We're not doing it today. So we'll save them. Uh, often I'll go weeks without getting an advice email. So I'll save those ones and hopefully they're not urgent. Uh, you know what to do, folks. Uh, podlers, you know what to do, podlers. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, you could win free merch by doing it. Uh, so share it however you want to share it and just take a uh, screenshot, you know. And if it's conversation, maybe secretly record, video record your conversation that you're telling your friends about uh, the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Send it to us and um, you will be in the running to win some free merch. And Scarfo38. He's getting some free merch based on his social media activity. So, um, yeah, love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bung bung. Take your breath away with your own pillow. I'm moving in silence through the night. There's no stopping me, not the Black Widow. I'm kicking it swiftly, Luke Kang flow. Cybernetic enhancements, I'm Kano. I'm proficient at war like Jax, but I got nothing to prove like John Cage, though. I got an arsenal full of techniques. Enter the dragon like Bruce Lee.